We can become dulled by technology, unaware of the beauty of creation. Our tragedy is Homo incarnatus, or incarnational man, is that we are surrounded by cups of nectar every day, but we don't pick them up and drink. Even in the grimmest of city lives, we can find a patch of sky, a breath of wind, or a bird to console our hearts. People from a planet without flowers would think we must be mad with joy the whole time to have such things about us. Hello everyone. My name is Peter Falkenberg Brown. Welcome to the Love, Freedom, and the World podcast, where we explore the ways that love, beauty, joy, and freedom can inspire and inform the human soul, transform society, and possibly transform the world. Visit peterfalkenbergbrown.com for more information and contact me on Twitter at at Falkenbrown. At the end of this podcast, information will be presented about how you can support this channel at patreon.com slash peterfalkenbergbrown. I start this episode with these questions. What can we learn from nature? Can nature change us and deepen our capacity to love? My topic today is Reflections on Drinking from the Source of Love. In my talk, Drinking from the Source of Love, I spoke about a transformative experience on a Virginia morning when I communed with three magnificent irises. Their dignity and richness of color express something that one can't really write or speak about, but can only experience. Sophie Scholl, killed by the Nazis for her involvement with the nonviolent student group The White Rose, expressed it well when she wrote, Who would have thought it possible that a tiny little flower could preoccupy a person so completely that there simply wasn't room for any other thought? Iris Murdoch, the English author, stated, People from a planet without flowers would think we must be mad with joy the whole time to have such things about us. Why do flowers have this effect on human beings? Why is it that we can also completely lose touch with the beauty of nature, caught up, as we sometimes are, with the pain and grind of daily life? The human experience is often ugly and vapid. We are distracted by innumerable things and frequently spend our time surrounded by metal and glass and plastic, breathing in noxious fumes, battered by discordant sounds. We can become dulled by technology, unaware of the beauty of creation. Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote, To the dull mind, nature's leaden, to the illumined mind, the whole world burns and sparkles with light. Our dullness even affects the natural world around us, not only because we pollute it, but also because we don't notice it. Soot-covered trees at a highway exit are lonely creatures, unloved and in pain. Nature is often unloved because we, the ones for whom nature was created, 
have not yet become fully resonant with the invisible messages transmitted through the natural world. Henry David Thoreau wrote that if a man walks in the woods for love of them half of each day, he is in danger of being regarded as a loafer. But if he spends his days as a speculator, shearing off those woods and making the earth bald before her time, he is deemed an industrious and enterprising citizen. We are not entirely at peace. The world is not at peace. Yet we are surrounded by peace emanating from the songs of birds, the glory of wildflowers, and the calm grandeur of trees. How many of us have felt a deep spirit of joy while viewing the colors laid across the sky by the sun rising or setting? Many of us can agree with Joseph Campbell's statement that God is the experience of looking at a tree and saying, Ah! We resonate with nature because nature expresses those two things that we hold most dear, love and beauty. Human beings seem to possess an emotional and spiritual radar system that allows them to sense a vast and invisible world of thoughts and feelings. We are not machines and we are not just animals fighting to survive. Whether we believe in one God as a source of love or many gods or none at all, we all experience the impact of love in our lives. We feel most peaceful when we are surrounded by love and a world of beauty. Unlike nature, however, we are not automatically plugged into the source of love. The, the roots of trees drink deeply from the waters of the earth, but we have roots that can dangle unconnected and forgotten until they dry up and wither almost completely away. Our tragedy is homo incarnatus or incarnational man is that we are surrounded by cups of nectar every day, but we don't pick them up and drink. Love is everywhere in nature, surrounding us at every moment. Even in the grimmest of city lives, we can find a patch of sky, a breath of wind, or a bird to console our hearts. In the poetic essay Easter, in the flirtily booklet, The Garden of the Nightingale, 19th century English author M. Omanier wrote about the music of young leaves, the unheard melodies of daisies in the grass, and the beauty of spring. During the last month, we have caught the first notes of that wild music, which has been gathering through the dark days of winter. And now the garden is full of sweet singing. Each blade of grass, each tiny drop of dew, holds a note of music. With the winter past and the summer all before, even the rain has the sound of a song. In a different text, Omanier wrote, there is always music amongst the trees in the garden, but our hearts must be very quiet to hear it. Internal silence and awareness will allow us to reconnect our roots and drink deeply from the source of love that is expressed to us through nature, through music, and through people. By doing so, we will find peace, we will become peace, and we will carry our peace with us wherever we go.
Thank you for watching. You can follow me on Twitter at, at @falconbrown and email me at peterbrown@worldcommunity.com. I invite you to subscribe, leave a comment, click on the like button, and share this video with two or more friends. I also invite you to become a patron of the arts and join the Love, Freedom, and the World project by going to our crowdfunding platform at patreon.com slash peterfalkenbergbrown. Each level of contributor will receive a unique type of reward as our way of saying thank you. By contributing as little as $3 per month, you'll become a team member and will be able to provide valuable suggestions for new video topics and brainstorm new ways to reach a thirsty world with words of love, beauty, joy, and freedom. I am very grateful for all your support. I could not do this without you. So until next time, love and blessings and thank you. The Love, Freedom, and the World podcast is a production of World Community Films. This podcast is copyrighted 2018 by Peter Falkenberg Brown.